Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome to another AMP AMA Omaha podcast, where we bring to you some of the most compelling discussion topics surrounding all things marketing. I am your host, Sarah Winters, the president-elect of the AMA Omaha chapter, and today I have one very special guest, this year's winner of the Pinnacle Awards Marketer of the Year. So welcome, Senda. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm great. It's a gorgeous day. <laughs> I Maybe in your area, mine's a little bit cloudy and rainy. <laughs> well, I'm in Sedona today, so oh, well, always cheating. a beautiful day in Sedona. Yes, It looks beautiful, that's for sure. Well, I'm so thankful that you were able to join us today. Thanks for taking that time. So, Cinda, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your agency, Score Marketing? I, I'd love to. I'm a extremely proud of SCORE Marketing. Um, We started 17 years ago in Kearney, Nebraska. I had retired um, from a position as a global VP of marketing for a Canadian healthcare company. Mm -hmm. And they had actually acquired Harris Labs. And so if you're not familiar with Harris Labs out of Lincoln, um, they're now Solarion. But at the time I decided or my husband decided, however you want to think about that, I needed to do more than just be retired and that I should maybe consider a little consulting to keep myself uh, busy. Um, I I have this really niche experience, expertise, excuse me, and um, it's really focused on drug development services. So not necessarily pharmaceutical or biotech. It's all the services um, that that help those companies develop their product. Anyway, and I decided, um, you know, it th- that was a great place to start. And I was lucky enough that they, the state of Nebraska was just starting Bio Nebraska and they needed someone to organize and manage the office in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And so we went from my kitchen table to today, we have 70 people around the globe working. Um, We're growing very fast. Um, So we need marketers. I would would just tell you that we've almost doubled our growth last year. Um, and, And in this industry, we are the largest and most recognized agency across drug development services. Oh my gosh. So you have quite a busy bit of years of experience on this. This is so amazing to hear. Um, I always find it funny on how small a world it is. So one of my first jobs out of college was actually at Solarion in Lincoln. So I, I worked, I worked down there for a little bit and that was kind of what it's, it's kind of comical, kind of what wanted me to get into marketing to begin with, because I always thought it was 
so interesting on how we're able to just market to get the people in there and to be able to do the, you know, the different kind of drug testing and everything. So small world there, but it's so cool to see how you've taken those experiences and built this own company for yourself. And even hearing the brand recognition that you've gotten in just the amount of time that you guys have been open with score marketing. Yeah. It, you know, I think what's really important is, and, and we can, we can talk about this some, but you know, getting up every day and knowing you're working on behalf of companies that are trying to improve the health and welfare of people around the world. Um, it, give, it gives you something to be proud of. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just knowing that you're giving back and you're being able to contribute to improve people's lives, that, that makes it just so more impactful and makes you really passionate about what you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So I, I see in your in your bio, you know, when you won this award, you've had over 20 years of experience building in-house marketing teams. So tell us a little about how you built your professional career leading up to today. Um, you know, I, I wish it, I, I'm not sure about that. I wish it was only 20 years. Unfortunately, it's more like 40 plus years. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So um you know, I I had some really good advice in in early in my career, and I took some big risks. And I would advise that to everybody starting out, like grab on to opportunity. So it really, I I started my career in Chicago, and I had what was then an apprenticeship um, for one of the top twenty designers. And oh, wow. I don't think they do that anymore because it's a little bit like slave labor. Um, the pay is very low and the hours are very long. And I know it was a long time ago, but it, I only made like $6,000 a year. Um, and it's the toughest job I ever had. But I, I, so the decision point, I had a, I had an opportunity to go work in what was the, um, in Leo, at Leo Burnett in their mounting department. Cause in the old days they would do the big boards with the flaps and that's how young designers yeah. got their start. And, or to go and be a bona fide designer at a um, in-house marketing firm for a fortune 500 company. And at the time in-house, there weren't a lot of in-house agencies. It was not in vogue back then. Mm-hmm. but it was growing. And I had some, I hated the thought of going the corporate track. It wasn't cool. And I wanted to be a creative director in an agency. And I had some really great advice at the time that said, you know, you're, you're a great designer, but you could be extremely valuable if you go inside and you get all this business experience. And um, frankly, uh, this person was right. I'd hate, I'd like to be able to tell him that today. It was really right. So I did that. And I, and from there, I was just like in big demand. And I started um, at the ground floor putting agencies together for several other Fortune 500 companies. And then I got the opportunity to do it at GD Searle which is one of the old pharmaceutical companies in Chicago. And I loved it. I mean, I, I just, I absolutely loved it. I felt like I could really 
understand the goals and the objectives of the different products and the businesses in a way that when you're outside, you, you don't become as intimate with. And you could think about one company day in and day out. And so from that, um, the crazy part is that I was recruited from Chicago to Lincoln, Nebraska to work at what was Harris Labs. Oh, wow. So I did that and it, it, um, it was the best, it was the best opportunity I ever had. Um, MDR Harris was bought by a big Canadian healthcare conglomerate. And I ended up as the VP of marketing for that global company. So I, I can't, I can't talk enough about taking hold of your opportunities and just driving it with them. Yeah, it sounds like all those, especially that advice that you received, it sounds like that was pretty pivotal in your career and, and all the growth and success that you've received so far. Yeah, it was extremely, I don't always like the advice I'm given, but um, <laughs> it takes a lot of consternation, but it, I've had the great benefit in my career of having great mentors and um, they've really been instrumental in whatever success I've had. Wow, that's really amazing to hear. I, I agree with you. I think mentors are so important in anyone's career path and just to continue to grow. Um, change is always good. I love that you're telling people to take that opportunity because you need to be a risk taker to be able to have those awards and things like that. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's the way you learn it. You know, it's really important. You've got to invest in your own career. You can't expect a company to do it for you. Oh, 100%. I love hearing that, especially when we have a lot of entrepreneur marketers out there right now as well, too. Um, what do you think makes your team and your company so successful? You, you know, truthfully, I, I personally, I wake up every morning and I pinch myself because I've, I've come full circle. I now have got to, I get to work in an agency, right? Which was yeah. my, which was my dream. Um, <laughs> I was late, but I think what makes us so successful is that score marketing is like the little engine that could oh, no one that. in the world would have ever thought that this small little agency in Kearney, Nebraska could compete with agencies on Madison Avenue and Michigan Avenue and in London, um, and we do. And I think that we feel in incredibly humbled by the opportunities that we have. Um, we're, we're just very fortunate, particularly the team that started in the beginning with SCORE, they're still at SCORE today. Oh, so for wow. them, it, it isn't, so much as a job, it's a passion and it's, um, you know, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. I won't, I won't pretend that it is. I mean, <laughs> we're working on six acquisitions today, Yeah, right? which, you know, you know, when your companies are acquired or you're the acquirer, there's a tremendous amount of work. It's, it's a lot of work. It's really fast paced. It's in an agency, it's in an area that's ever changing. Um, you know, I think it's also the fact that we learn something new every day. So we're working on the cutting edge. 
right? Mm -hmm. If you think about COVID, um, you know, all of that work that was done was being done by our clients, right? All that development work, yeah. even the logistics work. So it was pretty exciting. So I think that's kind of what makes us successful. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like even still, if you're talking about retention with, you know, your original group that, that was part of the beginning, it's still there. I mean, clearly you guys are having such a good culture and good leadership and, and you're empowering each other to grow and learn together. I think that's such a good cultivation of a team right there of what you're providing. So I, I think that's so amazing to hear and not a lot of people get to experience you know, coworkers like that, or even success like that with the team that you believe in? Well, we think a lot about, about that. So we want to have a good culture. Yeah. We hope we have a good culture for sure. I love that. What, what's your favorite type of project in marketing to work on, or where do you like to focus? Well, unfortunately for my creative <laughs> team, I still love the creative and the creative process. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely for me, it's brand strategy because that's the foundation of everything that we do in marketing is that, is that strategy. So it's that under the ability to understand and synthesize that nugget of what makes our clients inherently different. And being able to articulate it in such a way that it immediately resonates with their customers. I think that's my favorite. Uncovering that nugget is probably my favorite part. I completely agree with you. I think just like what you said, the brand strategy is the foundation of everything that you, that you start anything with. So uh, in an agency world, you know, knowing your client, knowing everything about them and just being able to start fresh from the beginning, it's it's probably the best thing about it. So I agree with you. That's probably my favorite thing, really understanding them. Uh, what makes you passionate about marketing? Well, I mean, part of it is just learning something every day. I mean, at, you know, at my age, and I, I look at my counterparts and, you know, they learn, they watch the news or they, they, do podcasts, but every day I like, I love it because I'm on the front end. And, and so it's, it's really invigorating, but what makes me most passionate is seeing my customers, my clients achieve their goals Yeah, right? and being part of that journey. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. I think, I, I mean, I agree with you completely that the experience of bringing to life someone's vision and what they're trying to achieve and knowing that you help them get there. It's so purposeful and meaningful in, in the best way that us marketers and us creatives can be able to provide, be able to help people out. So I, I completely agree with you. And I think that that's a really cool way to describe marketing, especially to those who don't really know what marketing is and thinks it's just some pretty things and some social media and they don't know the true in depth, you know, psychology and strategies that go into it, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, Sarah, one of the, you'll know from working at Solarion um, that 97% of patients and doctors in the United States don't do clinical research. Mm -hmm. So if you're a patient, that's not an opportunity for you. And one of my passions is really 
how do we get more of these doctors and more patients to realize the opportunity that research is care and it's it's an alternative on um you know particularly when you think about what's going on in healthcare today mm -hmm. i mean so i i'm pretty passionate it's ab about that in making sure that people know that they have that option and that more people are able to avail themselves um, to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I stuck with the healthcare industry. So I'm currently at Fusion Medical Staffing. So we're, we're still helping healthcare travelers and the pandemic hit us pretty hard for sure. But just being able to provide that information and that feedback that they need because marketing is also a huge resource for your audience as well. So I think that's, that's pretty amazing on all the experience that you've had and you've built it up to this, even using every step of the way there. Um, what would you say is your secret sauce to winning the marketing marketer of the year? Because there is, there's a lot of people out there that went for this and, and you're the cream of the crop here. So what would you say for everyone who was wanting to go for this award again next year? What do you th think the secret sauce was? You know, my creative director says this all the day, all the time, and it's the very essence of SCORE. And that is that we believe in solving our clients' biggest challenges, mm -hmm. not falling in love with their own solutions. And, oh, I and love that, that. it seems really simple. But you know how excite, how easy it is to get all excited of a really great creative. Absolutely. Book, right. I mean, it's easy to it's easy yeah. to do. But if it doesn't really meet the strategy, if it doesn't solve their challenge, then it it's just co-creative, right? Mm -hmm. And yes. and so part of that means that every day you know, we think of a way to wow our clients, right? So how do we meet their biggest challenge and how do we wow them? And when I, you know, close up for the day, it, I always kind of close it with what have I done today that's wow? What have I done today that helps my clients move the bar a little bit more? Um, and and. I think my entire organization, I think wow is a huge component. I mean, we even have, we have a wheel of wow. Yeah, um, yeah it's crazy. And on that, I mean, and every month we nominate people for the wheel of wow and they get trips from the wheel of wow. I mean, everything about score is wow. Um, uh, so I, I think that's, at least for me, that's very motivating. Uh, that's incredibly inspirational and it is motivating. I love hearing about the wow and just like what that means to you and how impactful I can hear just from what you say and in your voice, how passionate you are about this company. And it's just, it's so cool to hear how invested you are in this. And I, I think it's very humbling too, to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so last year was quite the year, right? So our, <laughs> I think we all can agree, you know, us marketers had to really pivot and be prepared to adjust campaigning very quickly. Um, what would you say were some of your biggest hurdles you had to uh, overcome or like what kind of challenges did you face? Well, first I have to say it's almost embarrassing because last year was the best year we've ever had. 
And which I think is interesting. And part of it's because of the industry we serve, certainly. Um, And part of it is because our clients had to think differently. So a good example of this is, you know, um, trade shows were a huge component of the sale for our clients, right? They're salespeople. They, they really would like, likes to go to trade shows and they would snag their clients and then, you know, stop them on the floor. And that's how they would have these sales meetings and so on and so forth. And, you know, and without these, I, you know, there, there was a lot of flux, right? How are we going to get to our clients? How are we going to talk to them? So we mm-hmm. developed, we developed the first virtual venue, which oh, wow. was this, if you look at our website, it's like the first online trade show booth concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we broadened it and it has meeting rooms and it has an area for scientific presentations and posters and discussions. Um, it's, it's got a lot of buttons and whistles and um, I, you know, and but it takes a lot of work, just like all social media type of things do to get people to come there. But for those yeah. clients, for those of our clients that where we've really worked this, this has been extremely successful for them. Oh, we wow. have one client that even does like fireside chats in <laughs> virtual venue. Um, so I, I think that that is one way we've um, really responded. I think the other thing is everybody is having trouble recruiting and training employees. Yes, absolutely. And, and we have put programs together, like modules together to really help them develop ways in which they can connect today with the targeted group of uh, individuals that they're trying to get to. So um, that's just a couple of, it goes with solving their greatest challenges, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, bring, give it to you guys to be able to be so creative that you're creating a tool that's solving almost everyone's problem right now and what they've had to adapt to in this last year. Um, I think that's incredibly powerful that you guys were able to adjust and provide that opportunity for all your clients or anyone that who needed that and have that platform when that wasn't really there prior to us needing it right prior to prior to last year for sure. So it's been, you know, is that the, particularly the trade show platform has been immensely successful and it, we really set it up so it was very economical like to I mean less than the cost of one trade show yes or one of those trade shows are expensive yes very (laughs) very expensive for sure absolutely so did your did your team have to go to work from home like when you guys in an office Mm yeah so in a in a new work from home environment that we all kind of experienced for majority of 2020 and some of us even still to this day how did your team tackle so many successful projects together? So, you know, 30, we've grown so that I would say that about 30% of my workforce is in, in Nebraska, right? Oh, wow. We've got different time zones, different cultures, mm-hmm. all of those things. And we were already working with those team members from that perspective. 
Um, so it wasn't a huge change, but you know, as a marketer, if you're not a good communicator and a not and not a good collaborator, yeah. you're probably not going to be a successful marketer. So we put all of those skills to work. Um, there's nothing that's going to ever replace the the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And we had our first leadership meeting together last month. And I mean, we, we're just joyous to see each other, right? Oh, and to be together again. And we're bringing the entire team back together um, to celebrate the end of our year in October. Um, so I, I don't think you can replace face-to-face. Right. But I, I do think that we did a really exceptional job. It's hard to be on Zoom all day long, though. I would. Oh, it, it really is. And I think it's so unique that you guys were able to adapt so quickly. And you said that it didn't, it didn't truly affect you guys that much. And you had, you know, a very successful year. It's, it's always so difficult, especially us being so creative that you do miss out on the brainstorming sessions. And just like you said, that FaceTime where true creativity kind of comes, like I honestly miss the whiteboard sessions and just throwing things at the wall and, you know, grabbing a beer or two or a champagne or some wine or something, and just kind of going to town on some fun ideas. But it's cool that you guys are still able to find time to be with each other and that you guys are going to meet again, again at the end of the year. I think it is important to be able to still try and find some of that time to keep that that bond and that connection a little bit. Well, we have this crazy thing in at SCORE that we do to healer shots. You can still <laughs> I <do> love it. <laughs> you can do that remotely. Right? No. I mean so you that, can, but then you're just by yourself cheering. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, but, I love uh, it. So Cinda, when, and you're in a work from home environment, how do you keep your team energized and engaged still? You know, that's a great question. It's something that we think about every day, Mm -hmm. um, particularly in how crazy this job market is. I, you know, it's hard, it's hard to keep people. Um, I, um, I think fundamentally from the bottom of our hearts, we want to be a happy place to mm-hmm. work, to grow. And we fundamentally approach it much like a family. We started out with a small core group. They're still here. We've all grown up together. I didn't have grandchildren. I do now. They Aww. didn't have babies. <laughs> they weren't married. They now have families and homes. And so I think we still really try to to keep that feeling, right? Um, We're very personally connected with our teams. We try to keep that that up. We love celebrating successes. Um, We we fundamentally, because of the industry we're in, we have to do a lot of training. I mean, nobody grows up as a marketer and says, oh man, I want to be in drug development. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so we have to, we really have to do a lot of, of training. Um, You know, we talked earlier about the wheel of wow, we give a trip Mm -hmm. away. So we do a lot of programs, but I, I guess it's, it's hard to do that if you don't have very motivated, very 
engage self-starters on your team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love hearing, um, I love hearing the passion that you have with your team, hearing that, you know, you now have grandchildren and you've seen your team grow and they have children and houses. And it just, to me, it speaks volumes to you, even as a leader that your team has bought into you to have that kind of loyalty and that retention to continue wanting to come back to score every single day and love what they do. Um, I'm a true believer that that's what makes people stay. And especially what you said in a job market as tough as ours and as marketers, if you change companies or agencies, like you have to learn new things every single time. So it just, it's a huge kudos to you and the leadership that you provide to score. You know, Sarah, I think it's hard today. I mean, the retaining employees is hard and you, the cost of turnover is huge. It is. <laughs> but I also think that at the end, not at the end of the day, if you don't have the right person, people on the bus, yeah. and there's no real way to know that in the interview process, yeah. that it's not good for them and it's not good for you, right? So fit is everything. And I can't pretend like we've been always been a great fit for everybody. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to be, but the, the, the people who are really motivated really succeed at score. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Cinda, I have one last question for you because I definitely want to be very conscious of your time. I know you're a very busy woman. So my final question to you is, what advice do you have to all Omaha marketers who are striving to elevate their marketing efforts? Yeah. I'm going to sound like a dinosaur. So please please forgive me. Um, You know, I think particularly now with all the technology that we as marketers have today at our finger fingertips, I feel sometimes like it's just like pushing levers. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think we need to drive the technology not have the technology drive us. Absolutely. So I'm not being critical and I probably seem really old school, but I think that strategy is still at the core. Absolutely it is. And that buying journey really starts with visibility and you have got to gain that visibility and get that visibility before you can really implement you know, nurturing and, you know, all of those things, you've got to have that initial, that initial visibility that comes from strategy, that comes from great creative. Um, So I'm, I, I have concern about that, because I feel like we as marketers are jumping really fast to the tactics. Yes. And not the strategy. So I still believe in strategy, and I think that's what makes your clients believe in you is mm-hmm. when you're able to differentiate them and, and show their value to their customers. So it's not a cookie cutter. It's not, it's not just a cookie cutter, <laughs> and then you replicate it. Right. You have to <laughs> tailor it to every single client that you have and, and what they need. You, oh, excuse me. So- okay. I think you need to start with that premise mm-hmm. and then deploy 
the technology on behalf of that strategy. Um, so I implore you guys to think strategically. It's not a dirty word. It doesn't, it's not like, you know, the antithesis of, <laughs> of technology. It's how your tools will achieve their maximum advantage and create the best recipe for success. Absolutely. Well, I know I will take all that advice for sure. I know that our listeners will. I think that's such great experience and words of wisdom from someone who has really taken, you know, marketing and, and taken it to where it is today. I think that you're definitely a part of where we're at today all around for sure and our successes as marketers. So your so you don't think I'm a dinosaur, totally. No, my goodness, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not even remotely. I, I appreciate all the experience you bring and all the words of wisdom and the advice that you have. So it's very important to be able to share that because that's how you, you know, you lead with example and lead others on how to be great marketers for their clients and for every kind of product that we're, we're out there marketing. So uh, well, Cinda, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I know our audience was really excited to hear from you specifically. So thank you, um, Amp, for another great episode. And we'll all see you soon. Bye. Great. Thank you. Ahura Media Production.